Welcome to Living Stones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. Good morning, church. Good morning, good morning, good morning. That's funny. I put my notes in here upside down. Come on, somebody. Wait, what? Uh-oh. We'll figure this thing out. There we go. Just spin that around right there. Oh, gosh, man. I can stay right there in that. I don't even know if we need an instruments today. That was just so beautiful right there. Yeah. It was so good. Tell the person next to you I love you. Love if you don't friend. love them, just tell love them anyway. Come on. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. We love you. We love you. Welcome to church, everybody. Are you excited for today? Come on. God's going to move today. He's going to move in big ways. Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm, you know what? I'm excited. I'm excited for Christmas. Who's excited for Christmas? Some of you are like, you're like, dude. We, let's let's get through Thanksgiving. Uh, where are those people at? Like, 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 let's do that first. Then we can talk about Christmas. Come on, I got some Grinch people up in the room, right? It's like, how, how many people have already started putting up their Christmas decorations? We got a few of them. We got a few of them. How many of you are like, no, I am holding out until Friday. Like, we're doing that. Okay, okay, it's all good. Good job. Good job to all of you. Good job to all of you. There is. Somebody say the word multitude. Multitude. multitude, multitude. That's going to be the, today's title of today's message is multitude. I cannot talk to people online because I forgot to plug my phone in last night. Uh, so it is D-E-D dead. Not D-E-A-D dead, but D-E-D dead. So it is, it is dead. There is no A in that for me. You know, but anyway, I did not get an A for effort. Nothing happened. So anyway, we're, we're doing it. So the, hello to everybody online. Hopefully you didn't, you plugged in your phone so you can still watch. But uh, we love you. Um, I did get to talk to Casey. You text Casey right before my phone died. So, um, Casey, thanks for watching. We're praying over your knees, buddy, and uh, hoping things are going well for you. But for everybody else, keep putting things in the chat because I will go check it later and talk back to you there and uh, tell you that we love you and we, we miss you. And we wish you were here with us physically, but we're glad that we have this ability to watch online and be here together. All right, where are my paper Bible people at? Do we have some paper Bibles in the house today? Where are the paper Bibles at? Oh, we got some paper Bibles. Oh, we got some paper. Did you get another new one, Pastor Sarah? Oh my gosh, yes. I was like, I don't remember that. I thought it was like a teal color before, but she's got a cute little brown one now. So anyways, oh my goodness, she's, she's, got, she's doubling down. It's pink. That's pink. I think we need to work on our colors, Pastor Sarah. Is it dusty rose? That is not a color. That is not a color. Dusty rose. That, that's like dirty blonde, you know what I mean? Dusty rose. You, you, you either is blonde or you ain't blonde, right? You know, like, I'm a dusty rose, just saying so you know, like nothing like that. Dude. Anyway, anyways. Maybe clean your roses. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll, get there. we'll get there. So if you got your Bibles today, go ahead and turn to Mark chapter six. We're gonna start in verse thirty. Mark chapter six, verse thirty. You can follow along in the Uversion Bible app if you want. You can follow along in our app, Living Stones app, and I have connected the Uversion Bible app to that, so it makes it easy for you. Uh, but uh, you can definitely follow along. I've got all the notes in there for you to make it simple. Um, and here we go. Are you ready? One person's ready. Okay. Mark chapter six, verse thirty. We're going to read some scripture, and then we're going to pray, and then we're going to do some do some digging. Are you ready? Okay. Let's do it. Uh, Verse 30 says, The apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour and told him all that they had done and taught. Verse 31, Then Jesus said, Let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. Doesn't that sound nice, everybody? We should go rest for a little bit. That sounds so good. Uh, But we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas, we have all these other things. We'll rest a while. 
He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. Verse 32. So they left by boat for a quiet place where they could be alone. Verse 33. Somebody say, but. But. But many people recognized them and saw them leaving. And people from many towns ran ahead along the shore and got there ahead of them. Verse 34. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat. And he had compassion. Somebody say compassion. He had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Verse 35. Late in the afternoon, his disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go get nearby farms and villages and buy something to eat. Verse 37. But Jesus said, You feed them. Come on. With what? They asked. We'd have to work for months to earn enough money to buy food for all these people. Verse 38, how much bread do you have? He asked. Go, out, go and find out. They came back and reported, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. Verse 39, then Jesus told the disciples to have the people sit down in groups on the green grass. Verse 40, so they sat down in groups of 50 or 100. Your phone's alive, that's good. That's good. I won't do that. It's, it just won't do it. It's not because I'm more holy than you. It's just because it's good. Anyway. Okay, verse 41. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and blessed them. Somebody say, bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Then, breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. He also divided the fish for everyone to share. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftover bread and fish. Verse 44, a total of 5,000 men and their families were fed. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for your word today. God, I thank you for your word that, that transforms our lives. God, that as we get into your word, that I pray that your word gets into us. God, that it changes us from the inside out. God, that we can see and experience your fullness and your goodness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. That was, a, that was a little bit of scripture, right? 14 verses there. So we made it We made it through. But there's a lot of good stuff in there, isn't there? There's a lot of good stuff in there. I, I mean, I love the feeding of the 5,000. And I, I think I like this. I mean, you can read it in all the Gospels. But I like Mark's Gospel because it gets a little more details in there. And when you get to read those details, it gets fun. But I'm going to read from another Gospel, too, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get a little bit extra. Who likes extra? Yes. Yeah, we like extra. Yeah. So when we're in verse 30 through verse 36, and we're reading through there, um, we, we, you know what, let's read it again. Let's go through it real quick. The apostles returned to Jesus from the ministry and told him all that they had done and taught. Then Jesus said, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. Now, you've got to understand, these guys have been working, right? They've been doing ministry in all these cities, and they finally come back, and they're with Jesus, and they're like, sweet, Jesus is going to take us to a place where we can rest for a little bit because we just got done working really hard. Is anybody with me? You ever, you ever feel like that? You're like... It seems like the holidays, you just go from one holiday to the next holiday. And then, then if, you're, if you were silly and you, you, you've had babies at the wrong time, you have birthdays in the middle of all that stuff. Do we have any of those people, right? Right, like <laughs> holidays and birthdays? Like who thought about this, right? Yeah, your brother is one of those. That's right. Um, but uh, it's like you just don't get any chance to slow down. You go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. Well, this is what's going on with the disciples right here is that they've been working hard. And, and I love that they're, they're in the middle of ministering to people. Jesus' heart for them, right? He's like, his heart is moved with compassion. And so when he gets off the boat, they go back to work. 
Are you with me? They're going to minister to people. They're going to help people. They're going to work with people. And then the disciples are concerned about the people. Yeah, they are. They're like, you know what? We're in this remote place and there's no food here. We should send the crowds away so that they can go eat. Does that sound right to you? Does that sound like what the scriptures say? I, you know, I'm thinking, this is just me. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at this in a weird way. But it said that they didn't have time to eat and that they were working so hard. And then they got in a boat so they could get away from the crowds. And then they found another crowd when they got off the boat. And they're still thinking, I'm hungry. Does anybody have kids in this room, right? Like, like it doesn't, it's like, dude, they, they never stopped being hungry. Are you with me? Like, they never got time to eat. They went from one job, one thing to the next thing. And now they're going, you know, we should really think about the crowd. The crowd's probably hungry. We should, we should send them away so that they can go eat, right? You know, the truth is that I, I'm pretty sure the disciples were hungry themselves. I'm pretty sure they're like, you know, we should send them away so we can eat. Are you with me? And then I love Jesus. I, does anybody in here love Jesus? I love Jesus. I love how he responds to him. And, and he's like, well, why don't you feed him? And of course, they're hangry by this time. Are you with me? Like They're like, with what? What do you want me to feed them with? We don't have enough money for this. Stuff. We can't even eat lunch ourselves, let alone feed these people. Come on. I know. This is just how I imagine like Peter responding. Are you with me? Like, this is the guy who puts his foot in his mouth all the time. Like, this has to be Peter responding here. I don't know if the other ones joined in on it, but I'm, I'm sure he's just hangry. And he's like, dude, forget this. And then we find out, he's like, he's like, go feed them. And like, how much food do we have? Go find out how much food they have. They, they, they have just a little bit of food, right? Not much. Like yeah. five loaves of bread, two fish. Yeah. Can, I mean, that can't even feed us in here, can it? Like that, that probably can't even feed just your family, right? Yeah. Like five loaves of bread and two fish, right? So here, here we are. Jesus tells them, you feed them, and then provides them with not enough. You ever feel that? You've been working so hard. One thing to the next thing. You think you're about to get some rest, and it ends up being more work. You don't even get to eat. You don't even get to do what you need to do. And then when you do get something, it's not enough. You ever feel that? Is anybody with me? Is it just me? Right? In the middle of life stuff, it's like, gosh, like I'm doing all this stuff for God. I'm doing all these things, and then yet, this is what you give me? Just not even enough to feed my family? Not even enough to take care of these needs? Is anybody with me today? Yeah. Right? And you're going like, oh, man. Oh, here's point number one for my note takers. Do I have some note takers out there? Boy, I hear some notebooks out there. I hear stuff happening. When things look destitute, rely on God's multitude. When things look destitute. Destitute means like I don't have enough. It's, it means that no matter how, how much I try to count and I look at, you know, I mean, some of us, our bank accounts, are, have, they have red numbers in them. Anybody with me, right? Like you, you go and look at that thing to say like, oh, we should have enough to do. And then it's, why, why are those numbers red? Like, I, I don't understand. Is that, is that, did I win a prize? Like what? You know, no, no. And then it has a little dash next to it, right? Like a little dash. Anybody know the dash? That dash is an old friend of mine. You know, I spent time with that dash. And then you're sitting there going like, God, I'm doing the right things. Where are you? Why didn't you show up? I can't even get rest when I need rest. I can't even get a bite to eat when I need a bite to eat. When things look destitute, rely on God's multitude. Let's go to verse 37. But Jesus said, you feed them. With what, they asked. We have, we would have to work for months to get enough money to feed all these people. How much bread do you have, he asked. Go find out. He came back and reported five loaves and two fish. With what? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, God? 
You want me to do what with what? Is anybody with me? This is ridiculous. Would anybody say to God, this is ridiculous? Are you with me? Like, now, I love that Jesus is fully human and fully God. Because to them, like, they're looking at a human man and saying, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. Like, we've worked so hard, and you know what? We should send the crowds away and we'll eat the five loaves and two fish. You know, like, like forget these guys. Like, they're the ones bothering. We've, they're taking up all of our time, right? Like, I can see how they might respond in this situation. And Jesus is like, you feed them. With what? With what? What am I going to feed them with? You know, and then if we go into, uh, I'm going to go into John's gospel for a minute. We're going to go to John chapter 6, verses 5 and 6. And we're going to we're gonna get a, another little spin on this for a minute. Are you with me? Yes. Jesus soon saw a huge crowd of people coming to look for him. Turning to Philip, he asked, where can we buy bread to feed all these people? This is Jesus talking to Philip. He was testing Philip, for he already knew what he was going to do. How many times has God asked you to do something, and he already knew what the answer was? He's just seeing if you will trust him in the middle of those things. So here's Philip going like, you're right, how are we going to feed all these people? I don't know how we're going to do this. And Jesus just giggling, he's like, I do. I know how it's going to work out. If you'll just trust me in the middle of this, I'll, I'll show you something. What if sometimes our problems are being revealed not to discourage us and leave you in despair and disarray, but to tell you that God is about to do something big and do you trust Him? He's about to do something big and do you trust Him? Here's point number two for my note takers. I will trust God because He already knows what I need. I will trust God because He already knows what I need. We walked in to this with a need. We walked in tired. We walked in hungry. And then we got 5,000 men and, and their families. There's a big need here. Are you with me? Yeah. You know, when, when, when God told Chelsea and I to come and pastor this church in French Valley, this growing area. Now, I mean, we have McDonald's now, y'all. Yeah. Like, what in the world? Like, I, I mean, you made it when you have McDonald's. Like, I know. Right? And, and, no, when, when Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out come yeah. in the same, I mean, that's an anointing from the Lord that is just like manna from heaven. Are you with me? But it's, it's the good stuff. But when we came to French Valley, it, it, was, it was a growing area, and, and it was like there's, 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 no, there's no solid churches here besides the Catholic Church down the street. It's the only church in its own building. Only one. Only one here. Crazy crazy to me that he would send us to a place like this and then we we have to go through COVID and we'd have to go through all this craziness and, and watch things just get torn apart and then I sit there and go really God this is what you give me to to make this thing happen like we're, we're in the little music room at Dorothy McElhaney Middle School this is all we have to make this vision of thousands of people God you told me you said are you with me? Yeah. Right? I'm looking at the crowds out there as I'm driving by, praying that people are seeing those signs. Praying that this family, as they're, they're walking by with their dog, going like, man, they need Jesus. I pray that they see, they see something in that sign as they walk by it. Yeah. That maybe they'll go, you know, we should go over there. We should check that out. Yeah. You know? And then I think about Christmas coming. <laughs> it's like one of, the, one of the only times, Christmas and Easter are the only times that people are like, you know, 
it's, it's a novelty. We should go to church. It, 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 we should go to church because everyone goes to church on Christmas. Everyone goes to church on Easter. So it's, it's an opportunity. You know what I pray over Christmas and Easter? You know what I pray over Christmas this year? I pray that it impacts someone's heart so much more that they, they understand the power of God. Not, not just that they hear the Christmas story again. Right? They've heard that a few times. But that something would change in their spirit. Something would change in their heart. Something would take off in this place. Five loaves, two fish. Come on. Maybe it's just maybe it's just the remnant that's here. This remnant of people that says, you know what? I'm going to believe for God's goodness for my city. I'm going to believe for God to move in our city like never before. You know, when, when, when we took over this church, when we took over this place, I remember God said, this is going to be the epicenter of what I want to do in your region. And now I still look around, I'm like, really, Lord? With what? Come on. That's my humanity. Forgive me. Like, I know you're just like, oh, yeah, my pastor, he always believes. Like, he, he just never gives up. He never quits, right? Like, I'm, I'm glad that you think that, but i got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm sitting there kind of like Peter and Philip and going like, how's this going to work? Lord, I'm not, are you even in this anymore? Like, are you here? Did, did, did you see that you only provided five loaves and two fish? Like, I'm not sure you were aware of this. Are you with me? Come on. In our humanity. So, and I know for you, it's the same story. As you're walking through your life and you're going, where's the provision that I thought was going to be here? God, you gave me this vision to move forward in my life. And, and I said yes to it. And now I'm sitting here at this crossroads and it seems like there's not enough to go on. But yet you're asking me to go on. Is anybody yeah. with me yeah. today? Yeah. we got to trust God. Yes. I will trust yes. God because he already knows what I need. Yes. He already knows what I need. Yeah. In John 6, verse 8, Then Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. There's a young boy with five barley loaves and two fish. But what good is that to this huge crowd? I mean, we got in and out and all those things coming, but where, where's the move of God that you told me about seven years ago, God? Where is it? I want to see lives changed. I want to see people getting off of drugs. I want to see people just get them rocked. I want to see marriages come back together. Lord, you told me. Is anybody with me today? There's just something in my spirit that's just like, no. In the middle of destitute, I'll rely on God's multitude. I will trust God because he already knows what I need. It's awesome. You know what? You know what's awesome about this? In, in John's gospel, that he, that he points out that the miracle is in the hands of someone who doesn't even count. It's in the boys' hands. When they counted, they counted 5,000 men. They didn't talk about boys. They didn't talk about boys. I mean, if, I imagine if we had to do church attendance like that. Let's see, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Some of you are questionable. I didn't see your men's group. 10, 11, 12, 13. We had 13 in attendance today and their families. And the miracle came from a boy. Someone who wasn't even counted. Wow. Think about how, how many times in your life that, that you're like, I, what would I matter in the midst of all these things? I don't even count when it comes to that. You know, I have a hard time with my own faith. Trying to believe what this Bible says. I can't even read the Bible without getting confused. Is anybody with me? Right? I start reading this thing and going like, what? What does that say? And why is everyone begotting the other one? Like, I don't understand. Is anybody with me, right? Some of you have done the reading of the Bible in a year, and you're like, okay, Leviticus. Like, what are we doing here? Right? Is anybody with me? But here's the thing. 
He can use the least of us. The ones the world won't even count. I mean, it's pretty incredible yeah. that God can use a boy yeah. with his two fish and his five loaves. Yeah. And John would acknowledge that. Yeah. Like in Mark, we didn't even acknowledge that. But they just found, they found, they found some bread and some fish. But then you got John's gospel that says, no, no, no. The, the fish and the loaves, they came from a boy. Like a little boy came and brought us what was in their pack. Someone who didn't count, someone who didn't matter, brought us the miracle in which God's going to do something. Are you with me? Yeah. You, sometimes I think we're waiting for somebody who's smarter than us, who has more intelligence than us, right? Who, who, who has more experience than us to go do it. And God's waiting for you to bring what you have to the table. Are you with me? Come on. Come on, we don't need to wait for somebody else to do it. We don't need to wait for we don't need to wait for another big church to plant another another campus right. in this area so that French Valley takes off. We don't need to wait for that. God's saying, hey, you know what? Livingstone, that little one, that little church in the tiny room over over at Dorothy McElhaney Middle School, you know, they they're bringing some praise on Sunday morning. You know, they're they're bringing the gifts. You know, th that little tiny church over there is the one that's taking care of the whole orphanage down in Mexico. Like that's that little church that brings an offering that says, you know what? We don't have it all together, but together we have it all. Are you with me? and then watch God move in the middle of it. Go and say, hey, Jesus, here we are. Send us. Send us. Doesn't matter how qualified everyone else says we are or not. Send us, Jesus. Hey, this is what we have to offer. We got we got some, what, what, what did you say, Crawford, earlier? You said, I can't even carry a tune. I said, hey, you know what? Maybe you should name your guitar tune. That way you're carrying a tune. Right? Are you with me? Because sometimes we, we don't just bring a joyful noise into the Lord. Bring a joyful noise. Come on. Bring, bring what you've got. Just come, come with, come. you know what, I don't, I don't have enough. Like, I, I sponsored half a kid for Mexico. Are you with me? Like, it doesn't matter where you're at. You might you might have came in here and you, you got it all figured out. Or you're like the rest of us who don't have it all figured right. out. Yeah. But God can use this little misfit church. Right. Are you with me? Yeah. God can use this little misfit church to change a nation. Right. Yes. I believe that with all my heart. Yeah. I believe it with all my heart. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I feel like that little boy sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't know if they're even going to want what I've got. You ever feel that? Yeah. I don't know if the world wants what I've got. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just some bread. Mm. It's not even good bread. It's barley bread. It weighs on bread. <laughs> it's just bread. It's a fish. I mean, how long ago did he catch those fish? Well, they were they were running down the around the stream to, to see Jesus. I mean, how long ago were the, I mean, did those fish stinketh, right, in the King James Version? <laughs> like, who knows? Who knows how fresh those fish were? Anybody with me? Yeah. Wow. And then you know what? As we as we're reading the scripture, Jesus does something that I, I think is just so cool. He's showing us how to live in God's multitude. Yeah. He's showing us. Here's point number three from the note takers. I will offer up my gratitude and receive God's multitude. I will offer up my gratitude and receive God's multitude. In verse 41, Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and blessed them. Now that word blessed, that word blessed, I'm going to teach you some Greek today. Are you ready? That word blessed is a word pronounced eulogeo. Eulogeo. Can we say that together? Eulogeo. Eulogeo. That word blessed, eulogeo, also means well spoken of, or it means give thanks or praise to God. So when it's used throughout the scripture, you'll see it in different ways. And some, sometimes it means to bless something. Sometimes it means to speak well of something. 
And sometimes it means to give thanks or praise to God for. Now, when I'm looking at this scripture, I'm looking at the way that Jesus is talking about this. Now, let's read it again. He looked up toward heaven. Where's he looking? Toward heaven. He's looking to where his father is. And then blessed them. Eugeo. He's saying, he's saying right here, God, here's look at this offering. Here's the offering. It's not enough. But God, I'm giving you thanks for this. Oh, I'm giving you glory for this. I think sometimes when we're reading these scriptures, we start to think, well, does that mean that I should just be grateful for the little that I have? Not exactly. Oh, I messed you up, didn't you? You're like, yeah, 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 be grateful. That's what I was trying to tell my kids the other day when they're playing with the toys they don't like, right? Are you with me? Like, be grateful for what you have and God will bless you with more. No, no, listen. I, I, I looked at this in a different way. I look at this in the way of, I'm grateful for a God that provides. Because when I'm looking at this, this isn't enough. I can be grateful for some, some barley loaves and some fish. Or I can be grateful for a God who provides more than enough. Are you with me? See, when Jesus is sitting here, he, he looks first to heaven. He looks first to heaven and he blesses it. He's like, he's like, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, that you are God. I don't have to look at this lunch. This isn't, it's not about the lunch. It's about the Lord. Are you with me? And when I look to my God to provide for me, I look to a God who is going to provide more than enough. When I look to this Lord, this, this person who's looking after my life, oh, I can give praise. I can give thanks, not because of the loaves and the fish, but because of who he is. Are you with me? It's not the provision that God gave you that you're giving him thanks for. You're giving him thanks for who he is. Is anybody with me today? Come on. As we're reading this word, sometimes you just got to dig a little deeper. Are you with me? Dig a little deeper. It's so easy to go, oh, yeah, of course he blessed him. We should all pray over our meals. Thank you. I mean, is anybody like me? Like you come pretty mechanical about praying at dinner time? Hey, guys, we're supposed to pray. We all grab hands and you're looking at the one who's eating before they actually grab hands. You're like, come on. We're supposed to pray. And then you pray something like this because you're all so hungry. Come on, somebody. Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for this food. We thank you for everything you've given us. And we just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. amen. That, was, that was at my house. Are you with me? That's that's how I pray a lot of the times. Right? I'm not sitting there with these like drawn-out prayers. You know what will happen if I give a drawn-out prayer? My family will disown me. Are you with me? They'll look at me like, what are you pray on your own time. Are you with me? Like, right now we're going to eat, right? So it's so easy to think that's all Jesus is doing right here. God bless the bread. Let's eat. Right? Bless the bread and bless the fish. No, no. No. Yulo Gale. Yulo Gale. I'm going to give God praise. Come on. It's all of a sudden not looking at the provision and not giving him praise in response to the provision. Are you with me? No, we're giving him praise for who he is. Yeah. Because it's who he is. Oh, God, you always provide more than enough. I know you'll do it again. Yeah. Come on. It's where you start to look crazy to yourself a little bit because you're starting to look at God. You're putting your eyes towards heaven. It's so easy. I, I think when we think about prayer, we all bow our heads. <laughs> and Jesus put his eyes towards heaven and gave him praise. Yeah. Gave him praise in the middle of it. Going like, Lord, <laughs> I know you're going to do it again. Here we go again. I, I told Philip, I asked Philip, how are we going to do this? Already knowing you're going to do it. Because I'm going to give you praise in the middle of my lack. I'm going to give you praise in the midst of my destitute. I'm going to experience your multitude in the middle of my destitute. Are you with me? Is anybody here today? I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. He's literally 
Jesus is literally looking to heaven and expressing his gratitude to God. Mm. Mm. He's showing us that gratitude. Do I have any math people here? You guys like math? Like numbers? Anybody like numbers? Gratitude equals multitude. Gratitude. You want to write something down in your notes? You're not a note taker. You want to tattoo this on your on your on your chest? Like gratitude equals multitude. Gratitude equals multitude. Jesus is showing us if we if we show gratitude to a God who is more than enough. Come on, our God is more than enough. It's important that we take our eyes off our lack of the things in front of us. We look up to heaven and express our gratitude to our God who is a multitude of blessing, a multitude of comfort, a multitude of provision. Come on, somebody. A multitude. God, this is our God of multitude. He's got more than enough. So a lot of us, we're so focused on the here and now and what we see and what we experience that we're like, if you'll bless me, I'll, 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 I'll praise you. And we got it wrong. We praise him. Because he blesses us all yeah, the time. Right, that's true. It just this morning, so you, you guys have uh, one of those like live picture things in your house, like the, the pictures oh, just kind of flow through at yeah. different times, and every once in a while you'll see an old picture, and you're like, oh, I remember that. That was so awesome, right? Well, we have one of those in our kitchen, and uh, this this picture from when we got to go to Big Bear a couple years ago, right in the middle of COVID and all the craziness, we got to go to Big Bear. It was the, the church that closed down next door. They, they had offered us, and, hey, we have this cabin out in Big Bear. Would you, if we if we set aside a week, would you and your family go and take it? And, I, and we couldn't afford vacation that year. And so it was like, you know what? Yes, yes, we would. And I remember getting to go to Big Bear and just having that time together as a family. And then here I am sitting here about to preach on this message of gratitude and blessing and multitude and remembering how much of a blessing it was. And I'm like, oh. And I said to Chelsea, oh, man, we are so blessed. And she said, what picture was it this time? <laughs> right? Because there's so many if we yeah. sit and stop and think oh, about yeah. how all the things that we right. are blessed with. I mean, it could have just been like my kids making goofy faces and, and we're just so blessed. I mean, yeah. there's so many things when I start to look around, yeah. I am so beyond blessed. I've watched God move so yeah. many times. I have an incredible set of worshipers that are in yeah. this church. I've got an incredible set of children's teachers in this church. I've got an incredible group of pastors in this yeah. church. I'm so blessed. Are you with me? You look at your wife, you look at your husband, you look at your kids. I am so blessed. I'm so blessed to live in the United States of America. That could be another reason I would encourage you to go down to Mexico. You won't think you lack so much. Just the streets alone. Just driving there. Not, not even interacting with the kids. The kids don't know any different. They're full of joy. They, they, I mean, they're so fun to be around there. They're, it's an awesome group of people to be around. But just driving there, on the way there, Caden, you, you saw some stuff, right? Remember, like, the first time you went down there? Yeah. Somebody was dropping it like it was hot. Are you with me? Like, right in the middle of the street. He's like, is this Mexico? I'm like, yep, this is Mexico. Buddy. You're going to see things. Because when, when we drive down the street, you won't even notice the things that are so beautiful. We, we have we have bushes that are maintained, and and we didn't pay for it to be. We I wasn't out there last weekend with my with my hedge trimmer making sure that the streets looked good for when when you guys drove by to get to church, but yet they look amazing if you take a minute to think about it. There's something the the city's paying for and making sure that this this place is beautiful. You go down there, oh man, 
completely different experience, right, John? Completely different experience. People living in cardboard boxes and, and you've got spray painted things on the side of the road and, and on the on the wall and, and kids that are just asking for anything. Are you with me? Like it's a completely different world. We don't know how blessed we are. We didn't live inside. Like there's there's holes dug underneath some of the, the bridges down there, just so that they'd have somewhere to get out of weather. Think about how hard it rained last week. Does anybody remember? Like it was raining cats and dogs, right? It was it was raining. Raining, raining, raining. Somebody's house got flooded down there. And their house is just a hole. Like you gotta remember this guys. Like sometimes I think, man, oh gosh, if only I had that house up on the hill over there, everything would be perfect. If I only had this thing or that thing, everything would be better. But the truth is, there's somebody out there that's just going like, dude, I wish I wish I had a new one. Are you with me? Not, not the cardboard box I found on the street. Come on, somebody. Yeah, I know I'm making all sad now. You're like, hey, how do I welcome to you? In the middle of our challenges, I'm not saying that your challenge isn't a challenge. Please don't mishear me. God knows. God knows what you're experiencing. Who knows? He knows the challenges that we go through. And you know what? His heart still yearns for us. Yeah. In the middle of our challenges, even though our challenges might not be anywhere close to other people's challenges, but at the same time, God still cares about the status of your heart. He cares about you. He cares about what you're thinking about. Is anybody with me? Yeah. Yeah. And so he loves you that much. He has good gifts for his children. The Bible says that, that if, if a, a earthly father cares about his children and gives him good gifts, imagine what a heavenly father yeah. Are you with me? Right. Here they are. Thousands of people. Probably somewhere close to 15,000 people. Five loaves of bread, two fish from some little boy's lunch. And God's going, I got this. I got this. Jesus gives him praise. Lord, I got this. Let me close your eyes for a minute. Think about where you're at. I know you're feeling lack. I know you're experiencing lack. Our economy is pretty terrible right now. It makes Christmas not look so much fun. But you know what? Take your eyes off of your situation for a minute and put your eyes on Jesus. Put your eyes on heaven. Put your eyes on your heavenly Father and give him the praise he deserves. He's that good. Our worship team's about to do that that song, that the newer song that we've been we've done a couple times now. Take you at your word. Because God's given us a promise. He's given us lots of promises. To give us life and life more abundantly. To come through for us. He's made those promises. And sometimes we need to stay in a place where we remember those promises. Keep our eyes on the real prize. Jesus. Give him the praise of this universe. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus the way I know him, you, you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, you don't know him as a friend, you don't know him as a as a heavenly father. If you don't know him like that, I want to introduce you. Because he wants to know you like that. He wants to know you deeper. He wants to be there in the middle of your trials and your tribulations, your difficulties. He's not scoffing you. He's not shaking his finger at you. 
He's saying, I love you. And I would die for you again if I had to. So if you're here this morning, you don't know him like that, and you want to, with every head bowed, every eye closed, I just want you to raise your hand for me and say, hey, I want that kind of relationship with Jesus. Is that anybody here today? Let me go. Proud of you. It's time to have a real relationship with God. I want this thing to go from my head to my heart. I want to go from intellectual to spiritual. I know about Jesus, but I want to know him. I want to know him intimately. Is that anybody here today? Anybody else? If you're still watching online, hopefully online's working still. If that's you, you can put it in the chat and say, hey, Pastor, that's me. Send me a message on Facebook. Tell me what you're going through. Tell me what you're doing. I'll read through every single one of them. I'll pray with you. I know what it's like to have to go on a journey alone. I know what it's like to, seems like everybody around you doesn't care. I know what that feels like, and I want you to know that you're not alone. You're not alone. I'm not Jesus, but I'll show you. I'll introduce you. I'm not your Savior, but I'll be your friend. You need to see the fullness of God in your life. If that's you this morning, you raise your hand, or maybe you felt silly to raise your hand, it's fine. Let's just pray together. Holy Spirit, I thank you for bringing me to this point in my life. God, I'm taking my eyes off of my circumstances, and I'm going to put my eyes on you, and I'm going to give you praise. And I ask God that you would make miracles happen in my life, just like the Bible talks about. Lord, where I may have come in here with less than enough, but I'll leave here with a multitude. God, take my destitute. I give you my life today and everything that that entails. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on. Somebody lift up a shout. Come on. Our God's worth it. He's worth it. Oh, man. That was kind of, that was kind of more emotional than I imagined it being. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstones Church in person at Dorothy McElhinney Middle School in French Valley, California, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life, and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv slash giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.